it's Letty, and don't let my smile fool you. I have a headache right now. I braided my hair, and like, I guess I braided it too tight, and now I have a headache. There's some unnecessary knowledge for you, but <laughs> welcome to the podcast, Letty Seco. I never really do a description for it, but really, I'm here to talk with no particular topic in mind. I just let everything go, and I usually just talk by myself, but today, my good friend, Mike Jihadi's here. Yeah. Do you Wait. play songs and shit? No, because I hear, like, if you play music, that there's such a heavy, like, they'll find you. <laughs> I'll find you on what? SoundCloud. Because, you know, like, if you if you were to post a video on YouTube and it had someone's music in the background, you get, like, copyright infringement shit. They do that? Yeah, so, so they do that on SoundCloud, too. goes on SoundCloud? It goes on SoundCloud. What well, goes on iTunes? And, and iTunes and SoundCloud and YouTube. So and little, little pieces, yeah. How does it go on YouTube? How does that work? Bro, audio videos. Oh, just audio videos. Yeah, okay. why I didn't are you know hating they... right now? No, no, no. I thought some new shit happened. I thought it was like, whoa. <laughs> it's a new wave. There's some new shit Podcasts on YouTube. Podcasts on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, you, you passed. Yeah, we need to start video thing, videoing these things. So. Yeah, especially uh, if everybody could see you dressed right now. That'd be amazing. <laughs> yes. I don't know. It's like naughty. I look I'm, so tomboy today. No, you look like the <laughs> starting quarterback's girlfriend in high school. That's what you look like. Wait, it's baseball attire, though. Because we had like a Dodger, it, whatever. We had a Dodger pitcher, day. The starting right fielder. So I'm wearing, oh, yeah, I saw that. I'm so, wearing Dodger blue leggings and a Dodger um, top. Yeah. Clayton, just shout out Clayton Kershaw, waist. but you don't, he doesn't look anything like you. <laughs> like a Dodger player? Yeah. I don't want to see him in Dodger, not, nothing you're wearing right now. Wait, you're listen, you were asking me like how I could do this by myself. Right. And I told you I had an imaginary friend when I was little. Right. And you said? I had one too. <laughs> I didn't have a fucking name for the fucker though. Like, did well, you have a name? Yes. Oh, you were crazy. Yes. So, no. Well, I hear, I get told that I had a ghost. It wasn't an imaginary friend because my whoa, whoa, imaginary, whoa, hold wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You were told by no, not by the ghost, but by people when I explain her, because her name. Oh, that's how they like. Yeah, they're like, like try to explain to. Yeah, that's not an imaginary friend. That's a ghost. So um, wait, oh, wait, what kind of cra- <laughs> wait, your relatives? No people like that. What I'll kind tell. of bad people? Later, later in life. Yo, but that's like no. You're <laughs> yeah, saying it, it I might have a me. nice little <laughs> imaginary friend. They're, they're like, no, it's a real it's, ghost. It's actually that's gonna a ghost. Fucking kill you. Wait, listen. Like, so fuck, it was. That? It was a girl. Her name was Sally, and she was purple with blonde hair. Like, legit to the T. Like The I, friend that the, was telling you or the imaginary friend? The imaginary friend. I was going to say, you got a fucked up real friend. Yeah, like, that's, that's crazy. purple. Yeah. But I guess they said, oh, she's purple, she's dead, like, and whatever. Um, Man, but let me tell you this. so deep. One day we're jumping on the bed, no lie. You and Sally. Me and Sally, and she pushed me off, and I broke my arm. And she told me to tell my dad that my sister did it. And my sis and I told I did that. I was like, "Hey, Dad, Monica did it." And he was like, "In later, he told me he's like, you like there. This is a story they tell me later." Right. And then they're like, "Yeah, you told me it was Monica, but me and her were in the living room. It wasn't her. You fell off the bed." And um, I guess Sally was bad, but to me, she was my homie. Like, and me, you could see her completely. Yeah. Mm. We I see her, and it's funny because we lived in this apartment building, and there was little kids everywhere, like in the different apartments and we would all play together and she would make me like go play with her and leave them alone and then to the point where they're like dude we want to play with you guys too like they i had to tell them like me and sally don't play with you like in the scary movies like how the kids like right that was legit it but to me it was real like i really had a friend and she Whoa. really didn't like anybody else so i say that to say please don't be scared and what was your imaginary friend like Fuck! I'm trying to. Th- I'm trying to. I'm trying to reevaluate my statement now because I <laughs> said I had an actual friend, that, yeah. but I, in hindsight, did you lie? No, I think I was. 
I think I'm my imaginary friend. <laughs> like, I think I would talk to oh, myself okay, in you. my shit, but but in my own head, but also act it out in real life. Yeah, I'm sounding like a way fucked yeah, up kid. Yeah, you're so crazy. But I was, just, I was an only child. Like, I have two half-sisters, but they were older and they weren't around. So it was mm. just me and, and you. imaginary me. Yeah. yeah. And we were, you and you. We were best friends, though. Like, I remember, like, he was... So would that be what? like... um two multiple personalities i think so okay. and i'm making it sound <laughs> should we diagnose cooler, you right, right now yeah i'm trying to make it sound like some kid shit and i had to use an extra friend but basically i was psychotic <laughs> and had mad fucked up shit <laughs> and i've been working it out ever since ever since yeah no that's crazy where where was this happening for you at like what what city town place well, in, in, the world? Ca- in la in my where i grew up in glendale and it's funny because one time we went camping as a family mm-hmm. and i remember she came with me this is in Glendale? Like, I met her. No, no, no. I met her when we went camping. And oh, then she came with me. Hold up. Legit. Hold but up, hold up, hold up, hold We're up. making it sound really scary. Like, no, I'm getting chills. super scary. But I promise when, you When did was, you meet her? Was it daytime? Was it Yeah, dude, night? I'm getting the chills right now. <laughs> Halloween edition. Exactly. <laughs> no, it was, it was, I don't know, we were camping. It was during the time we were camping. So you just remember it as a whole. I just remember bringing then. her back with me to the house. Did you tell everybody? <laughs> no. You were well, just like. Well, see, my mom will even be like, yeah, um, you always would talk to her. And it's funny because they would catch me talking to her and they're thinking like, oh, our daughter's <laughs> just a nerd. And she's like, you always wanted your hair to be blonde. So I think that you were just saying whatever. And I'm like, no, I really saw her. Like, I still remember her to this day. And um, have you ever seen the movie Drop Dead Fred? Yeah. Oh, my God, I love that movie because it's about imaginary friends. So right. literally, it was that same dynamic. To me, Whoa. we had fun. To me, we we're just like mischievous or mischievous. I still don't know which one that is. Mischievous. I say mischie- mischievous is. Is that-, that like potato, potato? I think so. Yeah. It's definitely, yeah, no. <laughs> fuck. So basically, I can talk to myself because of that. And it's funny because, like, you know, like when you're, well, you probably, <laughs> right. girls have this problem sometimes when they're alone and they get, like, catcalled. Uh-huh. So we find ways to, like, get non-catcalled. So, like, me is, like, I get on the phone. I pretend I'm on the phone. So whatever guy's trying Cat to holler. meaning somebody's just hollering. Yeah, like, trying What's to holler on the street. Yo, yeah. shorty, what's <laughs> yeah. going so, on like, over here? I would pretend that I was having a conversation on the phone. But I would legit, like, have an in-depth conversation to the fact where I'd pass these people and I'd still be having a right. conversation with nobody. So did that make you a good... I guess it makes me a good talker, a good broadcaster. Talk- but also, what about myself. a good actress? I think it might. I think that's, it might make that's me what I got out of being psychotic and having to, <laughs> like, me being my own imaginary friend. Right. Obviously, like... Yeah, I'm going to leave it alone because yeah. I feel like I'm going into like a rabbit hole of like how fucked up I am in yeah. the head. But no, this is going to turn into a therapy session. Yeah, I think <laughs> so, God. man. I think so. And I'm, I think Beetlejuice was a an imaginary friend, too, but I'm yeah. not sure. Well, Beetlejuice was treated as that at first because the, the girl, Winona mm-hmm. Ryder, mm-hmm. she was the only one that could see him at first, I think, until she said... His somebody, name? I have to watch Beetlejuice again. Yeah. Somebody said that fucker's name Yo, three times and somebody's shit Somebody's listening real. right now, a lot of people, and they're like, who the fuck is Beetlejuice? And, they're, and the other people that are right now are keeping count are like, please don't say Blank's name one more time. Oh, we did. Yeah, because if you say homie's name three times, 
some shit goes down. Like, why would, is this so scary? You right better now? have a badass imaginary friend to get your it's, back. It's like past midnight when we're recording this too. So yeah, <laughs> and I don't do any. Like I'm, I'm super. I'm, I'm a hard dude. I'm, I'm really <laughs> you an edgy dude. Yeah. I'm about that life. But if there's, there's two things I don't fuck with. Uh-huh. I don't fuck with fucked up, scary, yeah, movie shit, especially anything that a white person <laughs> would go do in a scary movie. You're, you're not that person. You're gonna fucking die for sure. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I ain't fucking none of that shit. Number two is bugs. Oh, you don't like insects? Hell no. I feel like if I'm supposed to have a bug on me or around me right. or fuck with me, I would have been a bug. <laughs> That's the way I Stop. fucking look at it. Okay, I have something to say about that. Okay. But I do also want to mention something else, and let's just get it out of the way. Well, getting ser- this we're is already National there. Bug Cancer Month? No way, what we're already it? there. No, no, we're, no, okay. we're already to the creepy stuff, right? Yeah. I always thought, like, if it's somebody I love, I wouldn't mind getting haunted. How do you, or, because or, I know some people are just scared of ghosts, period. Would it be haunted, though? Because. Well, let me tell you. So, a friend of mine, well, we grew, okay, basically, I grew up with, with this girl named Yesenia, and then my sister, who's two years older than I am, was in the same grade as her brother, whose name was Julio. So, we grow up, they move out to another city, but we still kind of keep in touch sometimes that we, right. we'll see each other and we'll always have love for each other. Now, Julio was from the hood that we grew up in mm-hmm. and we're in high school at this time and I remember I had seen him the week before, but um, long story short, he he passes away in a mm. car accident. I think, but believe they were getting chased and something something happened and he ended up passing away. So we go to the wake and his sister Yesenia who I grew up with is like can you guys sleep over can you guys come over to my house like I get really sad at this time um so me and my sister both slept over their house uh-huh. now they lived in an apartment where it was like a one room apartment and the mom slept in a big bed and I guess this was how it usually would be the mom and the sister slept in the big bed and then Julio would sleep in a cot next to them mm. and so that night my sister and her mom slept on the big bed and then myself and Yesenia slept on the cot and I slept she slept towards the wall and I slept more towards the aisle I had my arm like under my head when I fell asleep I always fall asleep this way mm-hmm. and then you know how you, sometimes when you're in that mid state between waking up and still being asleep like if some if a song is playing it'll be in your dream or like right. when you're slowly yeah, waking yeah, up yeah, yeah. so like I'm sleeping and then I'm like hey why am I up right now like I just like my like I start getting back into consciousness and I feel like my arm is shot right in the air that was under my head and it's cold as fuck. Like, my arm is cold, and I feel like someone's tugging at it. Like, literally, like, I was asleep with it under my head, and then now it's up straight in the air, and someone's tugging on it, and it's frozen. Now, in my head, like, I'm just, like, registering everything. Like, why am I up right now? Oh, my arm's fucking cold. Oh, my God. And then I just think to myself, like, Julio, if it's you, it's Letty. Like, it's me. Like, I think he tried. He was trying to figure out like who the fuck is in my bed, um, and then as soon as I said that, he like let it go, and I put my arm right back under my arm under my head. I don't know how I could fall asleep again, but I fell asleep. And the next morning, I tell Yesenia and I tell her mom, and they're like, "Dude, he would wake me up like that." They didn't know, like I didn't know that that's how he would wake right. her up, and I'm just telling them what happened, wow. but. In hindsight, like, I wasn't afraid. Like, I wasn't, like, because I knew him and I loved him. I know he's not going to hurt right. me. But a lot of times we're afraid of just being haunted because it's, like, people we don't know. But I don't know. I think if it's someone I know, clearly that happened, no, I'd be okay with it. I think so. I mean, I haven't had, like, a physical real-time thing like that. Mm-hmm. But when my dad passed away. You know, my dad passed mm-hmm. away 
when I was 14, and this barely ever happens. It's only happened to me like three times. I wish it would happen more, but I'll end up in a dream, and I also don't dream. Really? I, no, I never dream. I almost well, have to tell be the like, other you to stop taking the dreams. See, Maybe they- <laughs> that's what it is. It's my imaginary friend yeah, jacking, jacking all my all shit. Your dreams. <laughs> that son of a bitch. But I've had like three dreams. It'll be so real. My dad will be in my dream, and it seems like it's so real. I can like say what I want to say. Right. I can feel him. I can s- literally see and smell, and it feels so real. And it becomes more of like it's not real glitchy. Like your dreams can kind of kind of switch it, off to different places. Yeah, it doesn't and- do that. This stays very solid, and it becomes like a conversation. And I'm not really that guy to like. I've, I've never right, even right. talked about this. To be honest with you. Uh, I'm not that guy to have those kind of things happen, but on some real genuine shit, like I've had that happen to me like three times. And when I wake up, all I want to do is go back to sleep. And I almost start almost genuine, like genuinely not not on some punk shit, but just being real, super real. I almost get upset and start crying because it's like it was my dad was right there. And it just leaves you wondering the next day, you know, even more. And it's not something you can really describe or like share with somebody the next day where you're like at the water cooler. You're like, you see the Cowboys game last night? My dad Visited me yeah, from heaven in my dream. It was crazy, but it's cool. Tony Romo's a bit, <laughs> but uh, you know, or like whatever that is. You know, yeah. like you can't. You're a so cowboy never, fan, by the way. Not at all. Oh, okay. No, nah, I'm not a cowboy hater. I'm a. Uh, I'm from Texas, but I'm from the oldest town in Texas called Nacogdoches. Yep. Like a pistachio. Well, I think the real story. Yeah, some bullshit <laughs> like that. I don't know. It's fucking impossible to explain to people all the time. Yeah. But I think originally there were two Indian daughters. Uh-huh. I think. And one was called Nacogdoches, and one was You're called Nacogdoches, I swear to God. And their their daddy, the Indian chief, Chief Keith. No, that's what I'm Hilarious. about. He's, I don't jerk. know what his name was. I don't no, no. Your story no, 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 the story's real. The chief's <laughs> name wasn't Chief Keith, though. But he sent one of his daughters to Louisiana, and there's an actual place called Nacogdoches, Louisiana. Hilarious. And then the other one to Nacogdoches. <laughs> and neither one of these fucking Indian girls did shit, because my town's horrible, dude. <laughs> It's the oldest fucking town in Texas. Where is it close to then? It's in between Dallas and Houston. But I'm the kind of sports fan that's more like, I'm not like, fuck the Cowboys. I'm not that guy. But if we're playing, if it's Texans versus versus Cowboys. It's on. Hell no. Fuck all y'all. Fuck all that shit. That's crazy. Dick riding America's team ass bullshit. Fuck that. By the way, for everyone that doesn't know. Me and Mike like to talk lyrics to each other. A lot. Why did we? Why did we like um, become best friends? Because who, who was it? Two chains. Yeah, it was two chains. I was like, yo. I was like, yo, two chains has got bars. Two chains has bars. And there was a bunch of people around that were like, nah, and, and, and Letty's like, no, really, really, <laughs> no, no, really, he really, some shit. He's got bars, and I'm like, yo, <laughs> I fuck with you heavy, because but you really know your shit though. Because it's so easy for people to be like two chains. He's like, oh, like, cause he is on some ignorant shit. But remember but what he's I told really you too. Good. No. He is really good. The other thing I told you too, remember, was I think people don't they hear the southern twang right. and a lot of people they don't judge get it, it automatically. Hip hop, quote unquote, sounds like yo, son, New York, like mm-hmm. this, the bu-, you know, it's like that. And it's like when you hear two chains saying some southern ass shit, right. it don't make no sense to people, but and it's you, like you think it's stupid because it nah, don't make sense, but to it's you. super bars, you know. Yeah. Like, what did I, I think I told you? One of my favorite shits, we can get off two chains a second, but one of my favorite shits is his. I uh, got mine already, too. Verse from the cypher on the BT cypher on um, the hip hop cypher, yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is like early two chains when people weren't really like, Titty Boy. No, was it Titty Boy, it was no, Titty it was two, Boy two, two, no, 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 look, because if you watch the video. 
Ludacris is behind him. Oh, and he's it was like, DTP two chains. Well, this was. You remember when there was the whole like two chains and Ludacris aren't really yeah, they're fucking, not fucking with, each with each other. All of a sudden, I think what it was was two chains was all of a sudden on this situation. Mm-hmm. Luda's in there as well. But 2 Chains is looking like the new guy. He went first. Luda went last. Right. But it's like in the timeline of things, I think that's when Titty Boy was becoming 2, two chains. chains to do his own shit. Oh. And Luda was still Luda. So in that cypher, it's like, oh, shit, the OG's in the back about to. Mm-hmm. But really, Kill if you it. go back and listen, I, I mean, he killed his shit. Like, he killed his verse. Give me a boy. He says... What goes around comes around like a hula hoop. Hair weave killer. I show up at your funeral. All this work, I need a cubicle. All this work, I need a cubicle. Like yeah. what? There's one simple That's so line. Yeah. Fire to me. There's oh one God. simple line that I fuck with, and he when he says, "You the realest one breathing." If I hold my breath, you and the I realest nigga breathing. If I, I hold my like, breath, I was like, "Yo, dog, that me. That's some shit. Like that's serious? some sly shit." If Drake said or if Hope said, you'd Shut be like, "Yo, what?" And in reality, though, if we if we really pay attention, all the hate's there and it been there. But if you pay attention, Two Chains was shutting the game down because yeah. he oh, took yeah, yeah, over. Yeah. He took over everything. Yeah. I'm happy for him, man. Because if you really go back, yeah. yeah, if you really go back, he's put in a lot mm-hmm. of work for a long time. What were we talking about? We were talking. <laughs> how about- How do we even get to Two Chains? Oh, how we got along. How two chains got? Oh yeah, that's right. It's so I was gonna funny. Say how two chains got into my dreams and started. Well, I think we mixed up ninety conversations. Oh, that's true. Wait, but before we started, you told me how you were mad. What happened? Why are you mad today? Yeah, today. I was well because I'm mad a lot. Now I was mad today. Just to define what that means, too, I'm mad a lot. Is he's mad a lot? My name is Michael Shahade. <laughs> if there's any complaints, you can find me at Shahade the King on Twitter, Instagram, whatever. Yeah. Oh, please. What? Spell it? No. What? Can we talk about what you did? What I did. So if any of you, if the name sounds familiar and the tweet, oh, the Twitter name fuck. sounds familiar, what was it on? What was it about that moment where you're like, I'm going to tweet this shit out because you're like, I don't care if I'm leaking shit right now. Well, I mean, in real time, <clears throat> you're talking about like the Drake. So, yeah. So thing. basically, and Shahadi knew a fucking secret. I knew it was a real thing. I, I don't. But have... it was mad secret. Like. Nobody was talking about it. Like nah, people knew, but nobody said anything. I don't think anybody knew officially, you know. But they knew officially. They knew of but like rumors. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I knew very for sure yeah. from some insider shit that I have. Shahadi is basically an insider's insider. It's funny because Jay Electronica had this tweet a mm-hmm. long time ago before he like disappeared. Right. And he was like, "I'm the ghostwriter's ghostwriter." Right. Like Sansano was like, "Oh, that shit's fucking bar." Yeah. Retweet. Um, but Shahadi. Shahadi's like the insider's, like the source's source is wow, Shahadi. I appreciate you saying that. I mean, but but really that just comes from real relationships. Right. Like I don't get off to it or nothing, but it's, uh, yeah, long story short, to answer your question, I just <laughs> knew Drake and Future had a mixtape. Right. I knew the name of it. Mm-hmm. I knew everything about it. I won't say my sources, whatever, but it's real people. Yeah. Like real people. And even though you're saying I'm this industry insider guy and all this shit, in real time, I'm not, I don't know Drake. You right. know what I mean? I know Future. I know Metro. I know Sonny. I don't right. know Future like my best friend, but he's been on our I producer for a TV show also. I mean, like, I fuck with Future. I right. fuck with his camp. Metro, Sonny, Southside, all those dudes. So for their side, I got love. 
on some other shit. I don't know Drake. <laughs> God bless Drake. So for me, really what it was was to, I was almost testing the waters for the fans. I was like, right. the streets really want this. And the few people I brought it up to in private that even know that I know my shit mm-hmm. were like, you're tripping, fool. That ain't, that ain't even gonna real. Happen. That ain't real. And I'm like, no, that shit's real. And it's coming out. <laughs> right. And so I was like, fuck it. I know it's coming out tomorrow because mm-hmm. that's what it was supposed to come out right. on. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to tweet. Drake and Future Mixtape dropping tomorrow. Yeah, I'm telling secrets. <laughs> and I didn't think it was a big deal. But you don't know who follows you. Like, it granted, like, you're not, like, fucking well, I don't have million, a million followers. followers no, but like you have the right people following you. You ha- Like, I'm telling you, I'm an insider. I follow you. Other people that are like me follow you. So when you say that shit and we know how much clout you have, then it starts getting retweeted. Yeah. And then it's like burst through the no, internet it got bad it got really bad so bad that they're like uh let's push this back because it was li- the day that you like the next day that it was a friday the next day yeah. it was the same day that j-rock's album dropped yeah yeah so that it was gonna drop that day and they didn't they pushed it back because it's like oh words out i think maybe yeah, yeah. we could say so that. you guys can tweet shahadi the king like he said yeah. and just tell him words out yeah tell if him you want to cuss me out yeah. if you want to thank me <laughs> if you want to be like damn you know what's up but like right. for me um i love music yeah. i love hip-hop i love the energy of like right. knowing like for me it had nothing to do honestly i didn't get a whole bunch of new followers right. and shit like that like i'm not into that shit really what i got a kick out of was watching the entire world light right. up Lit. the whole internet and everything wait stop this isn't the first time that you did that because the other one's hidden which one you know what i'm talking about, what am I talking about? the other collab album oh <laughs> yeah the jay-z and beyonce the jay-z and beyonce yeah. shahadi's the one that knew that. before anything and it's funny because it's it's just like like again i'm saying this to say that you're not an industry person but nah. industry people fuck with you because you're a good person at the end of the day that's what you want to be at the end of the day that's what anybody should aspire to be don't be a part of the industry just be a good person and about your music and people will then fuck with you wow i appreciate Um, that i mean no you uh, know that like i know like people like in all walks of life in all different kind like you come from such a such a heavy music like you're saying you're from texas you're in that you're enveloped in that and you come out here to la and even la cats fuck with you i know you can like roam around wherever you can wherever you want people yeah i'm getting these streets and these tweets you are yeah and it's like it takes a certain type of person to get that though because not everybody does everyone gets pegged like oh this is a fuck boy oh this is someone that's like this is an industry hoe like everybody gets pegged and it's like yo shahadi that's the dude that's our dude i appreciate that yo i really do but you know, I think the main thing to to go along with that really is uh, I just want I wish more people would be like that. Yeah. Honestly, like the reason why I have good relationships with people is because they're people. Mm-hmm. And I remember that before anything, like you could be the dopest rapper ever. Right. But if so you're person, a bro. fucking douchebag mm-hmm. and you're a fuck boy, like, you know how many people ruin shit for people? Like, imagine you're like, mommy, I want to go meet Santa Claus. And yeah. it's like, okay, bet, we're going to take you to mall. And Santa's drunk as fuck. Mm-hmm. You're sitting on his lap. He smells like a pack of Marlboros Just and the shit. the worst shit. Yeah, you're like, fuck Santa. Santa's fucking sucks. I thought Santa was awesome. I should have just wrote this fucking letter yeah. and stuck it in the mailbox. <laughs> Never saw this dude. 
And then that's it. Or you meet your favorite athlete. Right. And he's a and they're just super douchebags. douchebag. And you're like, fuck, I never wish I would have met this dude. I wish I just thought he was awesome. Okay, imagine being a fucking girl, okay, and meeting your favorite rappers. And they don't look at you like, like if you were to go up to said rapper that you think is dope and you say, yo, bro, I love your music. Dap, thank you, homie. If I say that shit, oh, what you doing later? Like right. it turns into that. And it's just like, bro, I'm telling you, I fucking love your music. I ain't even on that shit. But the real people know that shit that you're on your shit no, and you but know it's like, like even, you know your music and you're like really about the music J. and Cole, that's it j cole has a line and he's like we work hard just to make it up the flagpole just to find out that our heroes are some assholes and it's like that's real shit you have this perception of people because yep. at the end of the day people are what you think they are until you meet them and you experience them and that's real and so and they're human like they yep. have whatever and then sometimes people's perception of themselves gets caught the fuck up and they're just dumb like they're jerks yeah so when you find like a lot of the times i say like i'm it's a it's a gift and a curse to be in my shoes and a lot of people are like oh we want to be in radio because you get to you know j cole and you know this and you know that and it's just like yeah but you also meet the people that you wish you didn't because it totally fucking ruined what you think about them granted i'm glad that cole like and i'll say this because i'm so happy that because I went on, I went on, you're coughing, hilarious. <laughs> I went, there's a cough, cough button, but he didn't press Does it. Cough so that's syrup like, get delivered in here? You're so like, stupid. When you press the cough button. Up? Damn, you're that's so real. dumb. Shout out Delbert. That would be a cool, like. Dope. Lady got would, a button in here, bro. It yeah. says cough on it, dog. <laughs> oh, shout out to Doe. He's so Doe, cute. bro. Um, There's a cough button. That would be funny if it's like a video and it's like cough button and then you press it and then you get lean. Bro. Although I've never tried that. And I Don't won't start ever. now. Nah. I won't. But let me finish my thought. I'm sorry, love. Okay, so a lot of the times you meet people and it just like it sh- like blows you out the water with how unlike what you thought they were that they truly Absolutely. are. So Cole and the can- and Dreamville camp, they're like, yo, come out while we do this like three-week um, promo run last year for his new album. Right. And I go out and in my head, like I've met him in interview circumstances. I've seen him at events or whatever. And it's always been love. But at the same time, you can turn it on there too. Like it's like, you know, you're going in for an interview. You're going to put your best self right, on. Of course. Um, and I have such high expectations for that guy just for what he's done for me as the listener and for the... the um, experiences that i've had with him right. so when i go on the road i'm literally on a tour bus with these guys on the plane with these guys and all i'm thinking is please don't be an asshole please don't, please don't be up. an asshole please right. and he's not wow. and so the fact that he's not gives me hope like it's like it just takes that one example that it's like yeah all these other people prove to you that there's fuck boys when you meet them but he's legit Some people say a that good they, dude kendrick's yeah. like that yeah kendrick's you know like that, that too like dot'll be like dot's the kind of dude where i remember the double xl co- another insider shit whatever mm-hmm. nothing so See? i was on You'll set figure whenever it out. this guy goes in <laughs> right i'm trying to be you <laughs> don't get it twisted but when when kendrick was on the cover of double xl mm-hmm. the first shoot that people don't know there were two shoots mm-hmm. the first shoot was in la super secret private shoot at uh one studio location, and then the next. Was this the double XL that is with the with the crown, or was no? Nope, that's this not is double the more XL. recent one, the one where he was it with uh, all the guys. Nope, it was just no, 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 no. It was uh, it was I think it was three issue. It was their return issue. Remember when double XL disappeared and they oh, were yeah, supposed yeah, to go yeah. out of business they and all that, and then some new company came, mm-hmm. whatever bought them, and they came back. It was their first issue back. So this was really like post Mad City, you know, Good Kid, Mad City. To Pimper Butterfly is dropping. Like, this was like, we're all going to put it together. This is right around the same time he did 
Saturday Night Live when he twisted oh, his hair you. like Method Man and he did all that Wu Tang shit, you know, or ODB. By the way, to quickly interject, um, mm. Kendrick's Mass Appeal cover is fucking dope. Where he has he's biting a sword and he says the pen is mightier than the, the sword. sword. I think that's such a dope fucking Super cover. Hard. Shout out to my friend Annie. She works at Mass Appeal. Okay, go ahead. There you go. go that's good on the covers yeah. though. So he was for this cover. They wanted to put him on a cover. They had a secret shoot in L.A. I manage DJ Ski. I work, you know, for some people who know that or not. I'm brand manager for Ski, but I we do a lot of stuff for a lot of people. So mm-hmm. we went on set to do a, a behind the scenes for Double XL, mm-hmm. just for Double XL to have. While we're there, very limited people there. It's like it's literally just, and you know the you know TDE. Right. So it's literally the way TDE is. It's only TDE right. and nobody else. No one else. Like that's it. No extra people. They no don't bullshit. Need, yeah. No nothing. They're all there. And pretty much everybody on my crew, you know, they've worked with pretty much everybody from TD, but mm-hmm. let's say not necessarily Dot more recently. Oh, got you. Because he's been moving, yeah, going. He's been, he's out. been yeah, everywhere yeah. gone. So the guys I had on set that day hadn't worked with Dot. But it was very clear because I'm that guy. And I was like, <laughs> nobody, nobody fucks with nobody. Nobody yeah. extra talk. No, nothing. Yeah. You know, let's hold it down. We know how to do it. Let's just do it. Everybody's being quiet. Kendrick. On his own, he walks over to them and he's like, "Hey, how you doing? How you been?" Because he'll and he's like, "What was your name?" And like, yeah, this dude is so Mm -hmm. real; it's mind. And it's not necessary for them to do that. Literally, they can. This is why it's because I know you might be listening, thinking, "Oh, that's common." No, for an artist to do that is not. They're just like in and out if they don't have someone else like do the checking or whatever. No disrespect, but it's like there's people there that are there to getting paid to do a job, film them, whatever it is. No interactions, no handshakes, no hugs, no bullshit right. they don't do any of that shit and he took the time to do that then the second part there was that was in a studio mm-hmm. private studio the second part was not in a private studio it was in front of roscoe's on fucking pico <laughs> in the middle of fucking hollywood damn on blast like kendrick out front we right. put up a cadillac none of this shit i have all these photos and videos this never, that made, never made it no, i'm like listen, wait i didn't see right, that because they when it was all said and done they didn't like it. They didn't like what they had. Mm. So when Kendrick went and did SNL, hair twisted, method man shit, people don't notice, but he did a second shoot in New York and knocked that out. And that's what is was the double XL. Yeah, that's what it was. And I have all this shit. Does I it have, look I wonder why they didn't like it. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe because it was super, too like Roscoe's lowrider. Well, I think they used one of the pictures because you saw the other day when after Drake and Future's mixtape dropped, right? Yeah, that, all the of a sudden, Cole, and Cole Kendrick, Kendrick dropped. And I, I don't know about you, but I was getting mad texts like, is this fucking real? I was getting it. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Right. Like, this is, and they're like, no, okay. this is out. And I'm like, yo, that, but if you look, that picture of Dot in the chair mm-hmm. is from the first shoot in LA. Oh, that didn't work? Well, no, I think that was, was used, used. In, but they people stole that picture and a Cole picture and yeah. slammed them together on Photoshop and made like J. Cole Kendrick. Right. By the way, just to clarify, Le- Letty can back this up. A thousand percent. You never have to ask this again. If it did not come from Top, Top Dog, it's, it's not, not real. real. It's just not real. That's just reality. There's you never so have much. To yeah, there's so that. much holding. It's it's literally a play that they have to call or yeah, else it's not. That's it. And even though it's in collab with Cole, even Cole and them are like that. So yeah, sorry guys. No, think- it's a good it's a good want though. And the guys have worked on music. They do have a collab project that they've worked on over the years. And that's what I, I love that everybody was like, man, oh shit, we need this right. like Watba or what. Whatever it's pronounced, like Drake and Future's project, it was, I think it was, for somebody who leaked the information, right. for me to say this, I think it was Future, Metro, Sunny, right. Southside, whoever was Their involved sound. on that side, 
did what they normally do, and mm-hmm. they killed shit. And if the rest of it felt like to me, like Drake was trying to figure out how to make songs yeah, and not like too... hopscotch. Like, hold on, let me get in. Let me yeah, get in. Let me try to get Is in it there where I can. No, it's double dutch. Double dutch. There he was go. double dutch in these bars and yeah. trying to get in, Holla. and that's where you get. Line, maybe it's like they got your money at the end of the day. They won. Yeah, but it would be cool to also get something worth spending money. No, on. for sure. And um, the crazy thing about Cole and. Uh, Kendrick yeah, is... so so people kind of fed off that imagery, like right. okay, that happened. This would be cool if that happened. And it's almost polar opposites, right? Because yeah, we're mad talking like okay. futures, like no limitations. I don't give a fuck. Unfiltered mm-hmm. lifestyle, everything. And Drake's like on this. I'm so superstar that yeah. I can't even fucking like anything. You can't right. even see me. And Cole and Dot to like, Kendrick and world. Cole to Dot. No way they would not give us something. For the world to feed off right. of that would benefit the world. The people. But see, that's what I'm saying. Like, really? Okay. There's classes already on fucking Kendrick Lamar's yeah. works. There's not a class on Drake's works because Drake makes cool music. Future makes hot music. Cole and Kendrick make important music. Right. And it's like, it might just be the shit that, like, Drake might not be affected by the same shit we're affected by. Right. I remember having this discussion in front of this girl named TK and she's from Canada and she's like, you also gotta understand in Canada we don't really have to deal with some of the stuff you guys have to Absolutely. deal with. And it's like, it would be fake for then Drake to kind of to go into that the, stuff. Right. But because he's not that, like he's also, it's like on some Jay-Z shit. He has hella influence right. and he used his influence in music to get you to buy a jersey or to get you to get Cristal. Or so, and it's like the cool shit and Drake is like, he'll Talk about the cool shit. Jumpman, yeah. he has a fucking OVO Jordan. Like, all this shit. Legendary. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, like, Kendrick will be like, yo, they're fucking killing us. Cole will fucking go on Letterman and sing Be Free like you're, they're fucking killing us. Yeah, it's And it's a, like, it's, it's just different. It's importance. And then there's cool factor. And to me, it kind of sucks being so... I'm about the message. Right. So it sucks seeing that, like, the cool guy is the one that's on top over the important guy. Well, numbers-wise, let's say. Right. Right. But, but I, even then, okay, let's talk about the ghostwriting shit, right? And yeah. I don't want to, like, beat the dead horse because I know a lot of people are like, fucking old hip-hop heads are the ones that like that. Yo... I'm fucking younger than Drake, and I'm thinking about writing, right? So if we're going to say, yo, just put it to the side, who cares, let him do his thing, and he's still ranked amongst the best, then what leverage does Cole and Kendrick have for really writing their shit? If we're going to say, yo, we're not going to knock him for it, then are you going to give, give more them, credit any, to them any, for any more credit? Right. Like, they deserve that. I've really been talking a lot about this lately, and I think it's a really interesting subject because even the people that are saying it's okay to write and all this other stuff, like Cube. Cube's one of my favorite rappers of all time. Mm-hmm. Ice Cube wrote songs. Yeah. Ice Cube was not doing all that right. shit. Easy E did all that shit, and they wrote about it. Ice Cube's one of the greatest ever. To do it ever, but mm-hmm. he's more of a songwriter. Right. He's not doing a bunch of crazy shit in the streets. He's just writing right, about it. Right, observing it and putting and it on pen. Super simple. Pen to paper. Dre, same shit. Mm-hmm. If you're doubting that, just watch straight out of Compton. Right. They'll let you know. It's, he's never about that shit. Right. I think going back to what you said, I think it does depend on circumstances. Mm-hmm. Like, not the ghostwriter part, but influence what you're talking about. And, you know, it's like Drake can't talk about all these these real life world struggles because Drake didn't fucking go through that. Right. Drake was an actor, child actor. Right. So doing cool this... shit. So he's going to rap about doing cool shit. Right. All that's okay. But let's jump to the ghostwriter thing. Mm-hmm. 
Quint Miller. Alleged. Alleged. When again, this has been talked about, but it should be it really should be paid attention to. Like there is absolutely zero reason for Quentin Miller to say I'm running through the six mm-hmm. with my woes on yeah. that reference tape. Quentin Miller is from Atlanta. Uh, got you. Like if Drake were to say, like, oh, I saw him spit some shit, like why would Quentin randomly spit some shit about the fucking six and woes? Is what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. And he wouldn't because he wrote that for him. And again, is that okay? Cool. I ain't mad. Do, yeah, do your exactly. shit. But if we want to talk about writers, hip-hop, the, the best of all time, right. like, I would fucking cry if somebody fucking told me that somebody wrote Scarface's lyrics for him. Mm-hmm. I would literally be up fucking set. If someone came in here right now and said, bro, you know that that was not Pimp C. Yo, someone tried telling me that, that like shit. Tupac had a ghostwriter and they did it because they're trolling because nah, they know. You, you want me to tell you some shit? Don't tell me some shit. No, because no, 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 no. How you're saying about Scarface, no. that's Tupac. No, 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 to no me. I'm not going to fuck it up for you. This is what I'm going to tell you, though. And I, I really have heard this. And you probably have too, though. Not when he was alive. When he died, mm-hmm. all that, not all the Machiavelli shit, but a lot of shit that got finished, mm-hmm. I do not remember this fucker's name. And I'm an asshole. I'm a, next time we do this show, I'm going to bring it back up. No, I'm going to bring it up. But, no, because this is like a random dude from back in the day that sounded Sounds just like Pac. Like and had... no, it wasn't crazy from No Limit. Remember that dude? There right. was a dude no, named Crazy? No, it was some dude. Like, he has like a magical name. He was name. from Houston. Yeah. And I know it for a fact because I know somebody who's seen his plaques. I want to say it's like Black Magic. or It's like some, it's some weird, crazy like, shit like that. Yeah. yeah. They have seen his plaques that he got for writing those fucking records. Wait, what do you mean writing those records? And recording it. Like, he finished projects for Pac after he died. Like some of the Machiavellis, I've been told very clearly mm-hmm. that he came through and finished them. Well, that's not true because Pac isn't dead, so. No, the, the no, not Machiavelli. I'm talking. Well, pa- Pac's not dead. Oh, dead, still. right. He's still, he's still alive. alive. Right, right. Shout out Pac and Elvis. They're in the Bahamas for sure. Kicking look at it. me. Pac is still alive. Okay. She thought I was, I was joking. She's like, look at me, fucker. And she's staring at me right now. You have no so, idea. And when they when fucker told me that Pac had a ghostwriter, ghost I was so pissed. I'm like, no, you don't say that shit. Like, cause that literally. T- and see, the thing is, like, I understand a Drake fan that's in denial that doesn't want to hear that their god right. fucking has a writer. But at the same time, if your dude's cheating on you and you see all the fucking signs of him cheating on you and you're in denial about it, uh, hey. something's wrong with you. Hey. Like, it's like then you just become that in denial girlfriend. Like, no. Just is Let's going address this too. to the library with that girl. Exactly. And I, it's, but it's not real. But, but it's it like, is super there, fucking real. There is something. There is an act. There is a credit you need to give people that genuinely can go outside and resource and don't. And are like, yo, I'm gonna be the sole writer because it again, it is my art. We we have these heroes and like like old dude that has one ball that fucking won Whoa, the Tour de France shit. Oh, Lance Armstrong. Yeah. This, Him, you like, said he's got one ball. <laughs> Doesn't he? He's got one ball. He's a bitch. Yeah. But see, he gets fuck. He got steroids and that kind of like ruined what he did. Yeah. Granted, it's like he did a bunch of shit. But you got also got to like if you see that he's enhanced in some outside form, yeah. then you gotta you have to. No, nah, it's, it's mad. It's 
bad this same shit. Absolutely. It's an enhancement. And the good thing we got out of it, at least for me, is I got to discover who Quentin Miller is. Do I think Quentin Miller is one of the dopest rappers ever? No. Nah. Do I think he's super dope? Absolutely. Right. If you listen to him, Something you know? that I do want to touch on when it comes to Drake, and it was on... Pause. It was on the Hilarious... On the mixtape, the future shit, uh-huh. when he did the 30 for 30 freestyle, and he was talking about like how the higher-ups were plotting against him. It's funny, because when this whole shit happened, when the Meek shit happened, like, I'm thinking to myself, like, all right, Meek did this, but he, not to even knock Meek, but... I feel like he was fed something. Like, he was like, go do it. Or, like, gassed in some sort of yeah, way. Because no, I, I don't so. think he'd make the move on his own. And not no. to call him a pawn, but he's more the pawn than the move maker, than the hand that's moving the pawn. I think so, too. And so, like, when hmm. Drake was like, yo, I see what they try to do here. They try to send a message. Granted, like, I do feel like there's some higher-ups that kind of felt away about Drake. And were like, all right, let's just get this dude out. This was their move to try to do it. When that happened, I was just thinking, like, there's so much weird shit going on with Young Money where it's like just the split with Wayne and Birdman and by the way people totally got it swept under the rug that fucking baby tried to kill Wayne like with Young Thug like literally like like, why didn't anybody pay attention to that and that happened around the same time the guy the the guy Pee Wee Mm -hmm. that that shot the bus right i talked to him three weeks before that happened oh god because he's been just just to be clear that guy has been with young thug since day one he's like young thug's real deal like side by side like day-to-day manager if you will Mm -hmm. period like from jump damn this dude named peewee so i was calling peewee on some like somebody connected me with peewee because i wanted to get thug on our TV show that yeah. I produced for and just just bring him through, you know, on some love shit, real shit. Because people Come fuck out, with his yeah. music. And that was in the works, Free, if yeah. you will. And then when this story came out, no shit. I was just reading the story like everybody mm-hmm. else. And I was blown away like you, just off the strength of Birdman and that and Wayne. Yeah. But then when I read that the guy I just talked to was in jail for this. Like it, it. The first thought, honestly, in my head was like, yeah. I cannot believe that this dude. I, because I'm a people person. Right. I'm like, this dude is gonna go to jail. Uh, hopefully, I don't know. Right. I'm wishing on, but it's like, fuck. I hope this dude doesn't go to jail for the rest of his life because of shit like that. Yeah. It Other blew my conspir- mind. Birdman trying to kill little Wayne. And see, what the fuck? Is literally, that? but no one's paying attention to it. I think it's Birdman, crazy. Did you see Birdman's uh, interview with Angie? I felt, number one, I felt like Angie thought she was going to get killed. That's what it, fe- it looked like and felt like. Birdman really answered horribly. Mm-hmm. I don't think she could have pressed. Yeah. Because it just was on some, like, yeah. dump her over the boat shit. Yeah, you know it was what on saying? some mobster shit. It looked like, mad fucked up. Yeah. And him just kept saying, that's my son. He's my son. Mm-hmm. You know, that's my son. And He's it, my son. It's scary. And the thing is, but, it's like, Valetti, that's he's his my son. son. Okay, if these conspiracies are, through, are true, these theories of, like, Suge being behind Pac's death, of being mm. behind Biggie or just little conspiracies, right? Right. We just caught the moment before Tupac died from Suge's hands. Right. We caught Little Wayne before he died from Birdman's hands or like whatever you know what was going to happen. Done to the world? I said it when I read that story to myself. I was like, if Little Wayne had got killed mm-hmm. in that shit, let's see, if- it's been for- named. No, 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 you're Big right. Big guy Figures. getting killed, like Figures. huge person yeah. getting killed. We got Pac and Biggie. And then All Little Wayne's already been people- been. Greatest alive too. He's in that category. He's right. in that conversation. And all due respect, with I'm saying to like Dobies and, right. and other people that we've lost that are rappers. But right. I'm saying like 
top tier iconic person, I I was so scared. I Hell was yeah. like, man, that would change the world. So that's what I'm world. saying. We caught the pre, the world. like we caught the if if yeah, Biggie didn't die or the Tupac yeah. didn't die, and it's like everyone's just like another day type shit. Like really, and whatever that had, because beyond anything, I think you and I can like we can attest that it's not just the music business. There's so much behind, like there's so much street veil. beyond music businesses so it's like that's why i say that this meek shit someone had to have okayed it like me couldn't have just been on a whim on some like ah tupac i mean drake has ghostwriters ah because someone would have stopped him if they wanted to stop him or someone told him if they needed to tell him yeah my thing is Young Money's going through this thing where we're hearing rumors of them being split up. Um, Nikki and, and Drake are getting asked, are you going to go with Birdman? Are you going to go with Wayne? Who right. are you going to choose or whatever? Um, and they're just like, oh, we love Birdman. Oh, I love Wayne or whatever. Um, I feel like maybe Drake was choosing a side and the other side that he that he didn't choose is like, Put some shit out all right, you're going to go with whoever. If it's Birdman, or you're going to go with Wayne. If it's Wayne, or you're going to go with Birdman. Right. Hey, yo, get okay to Meek to go off on his tangent or whatever. Not to mention Drake is like, and people don't really ever talk about this because you got to like know what's up, but like the Drake situation is deep. When yeah. you got Jay Prince, Future, Jazz yeah. Prince, mm-hmm. you got Birdman. And like, if you don't know who Jay Prince dog, is, please, we're talking yeah. like, yeah, I mean, it's super heavy. And, and again, it ties back to, like you said, the street. And that's why a lot of times people are like, yo, how did this guy sneak his way into hip hop? And it's like, yeah. yo, he got the and clout. That cool. Remember when, Remember, we were talking about Angie and Birdman. Mm-hmm. I remember clearly, if you remember, Birdman says, Miss Angie, sometimes this, this hip-hop shit gets real gangster. Mm-hmm. And that, that shit will show up at your front door. And he's like, my son need me. Mm. Go back and look at that shit. He's saying this. I don't know what everybody else saw. What right. I saw was he was like, yo, this shit is fuck hip-hop for a mm-hmm. second. That's what he's, he's like. This we're on some street shit. This right. shit can get real gangster real quick in this business. Right. Real gangster, guns, death, dr- all that shit. It'll come to your door. My son, my mm. son, mm-hmm. he's my son. My son needs me. What does that mean? Yeah. All right. It might be like the Birdman, Little Wayne stuff, whoever said something, whoever didn't. And then in Drake's back to back, he says something like, what what you would do for fame, what you would do for freedom, some shit. Right. Why the fuck would he say freedom? If it and I don't even think he's talking about Meek at this point. Right. I like clearly Meek is aligned with Nikki. And Nikki's going through the same situation Drake is. All right, who are we gonna choose? How are we gonna go about right. this or whatever? Cash money, so it's man, like look at what you and even like with the with the there's a song and it's it's funny because in the in this I really dissect I dissect fucking albums like the first second I hear them. But on the new the new tape with him in future, he says something like he's talking about how shameful it is. And it's like, yo, you're not even answering my phone calls, like you did me dirty, all this shit. And I feel like he's talking about Nikki. And mm. to her, it's like, yo, what would you what you would do for freedom? Like the shit you might have said, like, yeah, baby, do it. Or you're not talking to me anymore. But to me, I just feel like he's speaking that to her on some like whatever we were going through. You might have cut a deal like I and then said, OK, like, yeah, wow. baby, you know what I'm saying? No, and I really real. go into it. And granted, 
when I first thought of this shit, I'm like, you're fucking out of your mind. Like, you're just being super conspiracy theorist. But then when he came out with the 30 for 30 freestyle, he's like, the higher ups are trying to send me a message. I'm like, all right, like, there is something there. Because at the end of the day, music isn't just music. Cause no, it's, it's music way... is a lot heavy, especially hip hop music. Drake I... is staring at us on his fucking wall. Yo. <laughs> we need to take a picture. <laughs> this is just, he's looking at you like, Dude, I know you leaked my mixtape, you son of a bitch. Yeah. He's like, nah, I didn't, bro. That was your fault. Go to answer. Answer that too. I never said this earlier. If little old me mm-hmm. leaked that information, whatever leak is, because I have nothing to do with y'all. Right. So I'm not leaking shit. Oh, gotcha. And I'm not in the industry. Right. If little old me shut down your mixtape, then you need to holler at your team, player. You need to check your team, man. That ain't got nothing to do with me. Good luck with that. But okay. I do want to say this. To clarify about Drake and Kendrick for a second. Okay. When Kendrick says on To Pimp a Butterfly... He says, a rapper with a ghostwriter. What the fuck happened? What the fuck happened? Oh, I swore I wouldn't tell. Mm-hmm. There's been all these people saying that it's Drake. Number one, if you pay attention to the earth and time, mm-hmm. Kendrick dropped this before he dropped to Pippa Butterfly right. before Drake and Quentin Miller ghostwriter situation happened. Right. Kendrick is talking about scheme, yeah. writing fancy for Iggy Azalea. <laughs> Shout out to Scheme because we want to talk. You want to talk about how Quentin Miller's a dope ghostwriter, whatever Scheme. the fuck. Scheme is that dude. And that this is what my thing is. A lot of times ghostwriters don't have the ability to be themselves artists. Right. So they then give their writing ability to an artist that can take it to its above and beyond. Right. Which may be the case with Quentin and, and Drake. But it is not the case with Scheme. Like, he's so good at it. He's Scheme so good. And... It irks me that now people are just like, oh, he just goes right. Like, they're not taking him serious as I an think artist. They, but to make you happy about it, because I think when he drops Ingle World 3, which mm-hmm. is coming soon, and some other projects, I think there's going to be, there's nothing you can do about it at that point. You can call him a ghostwriter, but he's you're going to be slapping a lot of his songs Oof. and playing them because Scheme's got a lot of dope shit. But to your point, I mean, I agree with you. I think Scheme's one of the few people that's like, I say this all the time. I'm like, whoever you think is your favorite rapper, this is his favorite rapper. Yep. Because he's writing a lot of their shit mm-hmm. for them. And on top of it, Scheme, it's like what you're saying. Some, some ghost writers can't put out their own shit and they're dope right but they can give something to somebody and they can make it dope. and they can make it dope you know what i mean and so just to clarify i do think quinn miller is super super dope yeah, no, no, no. so on but that, if we're saying if he's dope scheme is like super super put a cape super, on it he's right. super you know so that's funny i want put a cape people on to, it like super exactly funny so you got bars <laughs> You know, I said, I told, uh, who did I tell the other night? Musa from mm-hmm. TDE, top son. I told him, I said, bro. If... Musa's top dog son? Yeah. I did well, not know that. Musa. You didn't know Musa's top dog I son? I know Musa. I, well, well we there's talking... Musa Currency. There's Musa's manager's name is Currency. No, Musa from TDE. Musa TDE is top dog son. That's so cool. Yeah, that's the top. They don't look anything alike. They act exact. If you talk, if you spend five, like you've talked to him. I know you talked to him in. Passing or well, not just you know, in passing, so but like to me. you have to catch him in a moment where, like, I've seen oh, him be you. like situations, like me, him, and an artist, literally, and it's like almost a repeat of hearing top. So he's like, yeah, I'm just gonna reenact this whole thing. So okay. just bear with me. But he's really <laughs> like, Mike, you know what this nigga's problem is right here? I'm like, what's up, dog? And he's like, this dude's smoking cigarettes. Look at him. He's an artist. He's smoking <laughs> these cigarettes, huh? That that's what's up. That's good. That's good, huh, Mike? I got my artist is smoking a lot of cigarettes, huh? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's that's not that good, though, you know? You got to chill, homie. And he's just like, you'd see the artist just sitting there like, 
His top's on some, like, dad shit. Yeah. But on some street dad shit yeah. where he's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You want to act funny, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. Going to get my belt real quick. Like, yep. I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> you know, you know. You, I, I, and Moose is like that? Moose is just very, I said this, I described them last night this way. And maybe this is the best way I could describe it. Okay. Is street hood Chinese philosophy. <laughs> Like, they have a very clear way of thinking. It's very, like, it's just real thought out. It's not really, like, like, I, I'm, a, I'm a quick talker. I, I talk really fast. This is more like, oh, man, like, mm-hmm. head shaking shit. And it's just like, this boy want to act like this. Like, I'm yeah. finna, boy, if my grandma catch me, she finna rip my whole fucking ear mm-hmm. off. She can grab my ear and drag me and shit. And, like, the stories you hear about Top, like, locking J-Rock in the studio. Yep. That's real. And it's like, it's, so you know real. what it is? There's it's a lock because on the outside it's disi- of the door. Wait, it's discipline for your own good. Absolutely. So it's like, it's he never. Was keeping him off the yeah, street. Yeah, it's never discipline just to be horrible. Nah. It's literally for your own good. It's, it's like, to uh, make you the best life you. Tips, but Musa is fucking. Musa's a whole nother thing. Yeah. Yeah, you have I like to Musa really... a lot. I like Doe a lot. You know, you know what's dope about Doe is like, he'll look out for you. And it's like, he didn't. Like, okay. He'll for act example. like he know you forever. Yeah, and it's like, for example, like... And Doe is Absol's hype man, yeah, best, friend, best friend. Really, his eyes and ears and everything. Yeah. And is a half good ass blind. dude. Yeah, and super good dude. Like, I just remember it, I was at Belasco. It's a club out here, club theater type thing. Yeah, yeah. And um, they have performances there sometimes. And I like going to the shows that they have out there. They have real cool, cool shit. And I remember one time, and it sucks, like... I'm sure I suck at seeing anything if I'm not like I'm sure right too. there. I dig it. I know what you're saying. And it, oh, you were there with me too. Um, uh, Cassidy versus yeah, disaster. it was the battle rap. Yeah, but it's like how Doe looks out and he's like, "Yo, you guys come over here." Like he, it's clearly Belasco's not his club, but it legit felt no, like it was Doe's club. Moves, you need right. to charge your phone. Okay, here I'll get I your. Got you. Hey, Letty, come sit down on this thing. And he's so like, I, I, I'm so thankful for Doe. And it's just even in those moments to look out. People don't need to do that. They're nah. in an environment, especially a lot in our L.A. shit, like yeah. scene. It's like once people get to the VIP, they don't care who else gets there type shit. It's like, Correct. oh, each for their each on their own. But he's like, oh, no, he'll see me from far away and be like, yo, come here. Like, I got you, no, whatever. And he doesn't need to. He doesn't need to do any of that. But he's he's good people. He moves militant. Yeah. So he thinks that way as well and looking out for people. Right. Watching your bag, not saying too much, not not saying enough, you right. know, kind of thing. Uh, it's an amazing sight to really see mm-hmm. how loyal Doe is to Absol and yeah. how how much Absol trusts Doe. Wait, stop. Because what? we're saying Doe Burger was going to be the first guest. Yeah, no. Because, and legit, I don't want to be, and it's funny because I don't need, I don't feel like I need to be this, like, person that gets high profile like so and so and so and so because we know we know them already you know what i'm saying And at the end of the day nothing beats conversation i don't want the draw to this podcast to be who i'm getting i want the draw to this podcast to be what you get from it right fucking bar that was right there no that was fucking real (laughs) by the way what's it called um before we end this there's i think this is this was meant to be the last topic because it's most important and I was reading about it today. I don't know if you heard about like 100 days, 100 nights of killing. No, right? it's in been LA. going on forever. But yeah, it- it's not broadcast. And they said it wasn't going to be broadcast on news and stuff. But I was like reading the LA Times. And this past weekend alone, 19 people were shot. Hmm. Like 19 homicides took place in Los Angeles. And it wasn't gang members. It was kids. It was 
in someone this sitting incidents. on the bench, yeah. someone walking home. And like they said that this past month of August was the deadliest in years out here. Like I want to say in seven, eight years mm. out here, homicide shootings pointless like on some and this is what was said like they're just gonna start shooting and killing people i don't want to get too deep into it but i do have to address it because it fucking kills me like i was literally and i didn't even know that this fucking existed yeah. but there's like a homicide site like or there's a part of the part there's a la there's a section in the la times or some shit where you could go on and it'll tell you the people that have died recently how many it's like it's crazy because like you can filter it by excluding excluding law enforcement killings or only showing law enforcement killings wow. or it's like it, it's it's crazy this is on the site yeah and it was like showing and i was like just like going through them and like it legit has pictures of people so it was like a kid it's him and his girl it's hispanic kid walking across like a schoolyard at night and a white van just pulls up shoots at him and there's another dude like at, on a bench older man sitting down someone rolls up shoots him mm. someone fucking buying tacos rolls up shoots him and it really fucking affects me because sometimes we do this shit to stunt like people are on some twitter shit like like even right. it's weird to say we're like numb to death yeah. but we're hella numb to death like i remember see, I, I can't watch world star i remember one time i don't even know if it was world star it was a video on fucking facebook but literally a guy videotaping himself pointing the gun out the window and shooting somebody walking on the street and i'm like that's crazy that because there's a platform to put it on, they're acting it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. had they not known, like, it's going to go on World Star, would they still have done this? It may not or be, do right. they do this for the sole fact that I'm going to upload this and watch me just be the fucking G? And it's like, it's not G shit. It's not G shit at all. And it fucking hurts me. And I, like, I just need to bring awareness to it. Well, that's like the, yeah, I mean... I just have to say it because there's a lot of people that don't know about 100 days, 100 nights. Yeah. You know, and it's been a thing out here. And I don't know. I've heard different things, too, that are like this is I don't know. I mean, I basically heard I'm trying. I want to say something so bad. And I just you want me to say it? No, nah, I'm good. Like, <laughs> so I basically heard that, you know, when you look at it's not just Bloods and Crips and just people. It's really I've heard it's like Crip. Like, it's Crip on Crip shit. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Shit's su super, super yeah. deep out here. And then people that I would assume that I even know that I know would know what's really right. going on, they're even having a hard time really trying to articulate Processing what this it. is. Right. Because even with gangs and even gangsters and all that shit, there's still, like, a code of ethics and, like, yeah. way you go about things. And, you know, like, pretty much the consensus across the board for all gang members the last 10, 15 years is, like, man, these young don't give a fuck no more. And, then like, they don't care about the OGs right. and all this shit and it's like it's really because you got people like even if you're going to kill somebody whatever America I don't know if this is too much for you but this is real life mm -hmm. even when people are going to kill somebody where it's the mafia the mob whatever right. you, you have to have a code of you have yeah. to Rules like, of war. Absolutely, right? So, and if you do away with those, then, you know, and so it's like the people that I know that could articulate it in a street vernacular, right? like, they can't articulate it. Because right. they're like, I don't really know how to explain to you what's going on because this is not how shit is supposed yeah, to go on. Yeah, it's some real sideways And a shit. bunch of just young-ass dumb shit is going on. But you can't even talk shit about it because you could be the next person shot because it's not even there's no there's no yeah, rhyme or reason exactly. to any of this shit you know. But I'm glad you brought it up though too because it's no, but nobody I don't know how many does. People know about it. Nobody does, and it, the thing is like 
even when I even when I saw it, I'm not even around the fucking area that it's happening. But it's happening to somebody, and I'm literally looking through these homicide reports. It's people that have, and granted, this happens everywhere all the time. And for me, like LA has been doing good as far as like homicides and like. And so now this uprising, and granted, it's not as bad and crazy as it was, like, in 97 type shit, but the fact that it's happened, like, it's not as bad as what's going on in Chicago and everything, but yeah. it's still home for me. And I, again, I know this has happened since the beginning of the time, beginning of time, but it's happening and it's affecting me, like, to my soul, like... What the fuck can I do? Like, I don't know what the fuck to do. I don't know why it's not being talked about. And granted, clearly, because you don't want to die. But it's like, fuck. Like, Well, I think it's what I said, too. I think it's hard to explain to people. I think it's hard. I think even the best people that could explain it, it's hard for them to yeah. get it off and, like, explain it the right way. But I think the one thing you can do, I know, is you're doing it now. And mm-hmm. you're saying something about it, you know, whereas... We could have cut this shit out. We don't yeah. even have to talk about it, but it's real because, you know, we know Bloods and Crips out here. Yeah. We know artists that are Bloods and Crips out here. Right. Just keeping it super real. When I see people that I follow or people I'm close to, when yeah. I see them posting something, like these are these are active gang members I know. Right. And they're posting shit that's like, man, about this. Like, yeah. yo, this is crazy. Y'all got to. And it's even like sometimes we pe- we we see so much like on the digital era, era and like on the Twitter sphere or whatever, that it kind of can seem like a video game or like that this shit is just no, like shit you like throw that. out. It's desensitized. Yeah. And it's like, but this is really like... No, there's people a, dying out yeah. here. There's people, people really, really, really fucking dying. dying. This is a hashtag. To the, fa- to the point where like, I'll get winners at the radio station and if they're in an area that I know like, oh shit, shit's going down, I'll talk to them about it. Like, yeah. and just on some like, yo, stay safe type shit. If I can provide any solace to them... Because they're in the thick of it. They're in the fucking battle zone. And it's crazy that they're like, yeah, dude, it's it's really happening. It's really some shit. I don't go out. I don't do this. There's like, there's a household curfew. Like your your mom knows shit's going down. So just be home, bro. No matter what. And LA is a unique place. You know, I'm not from here. I'm I'm from Texas originally. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we got gangs. We got all that shit. Mm -hmm. We got a gang of gangs. But like, uh. There's no place in the world like Southern California. I mean, it's literally, or I should say just L.A. It's really like every single street is a gang. Every single street is something. Mm -hmm. Everything is tied to something. Every single thing. And I've lived out here for seven, eight years, like... And don't get it twisted, people. You can drive around, enjoy yourself, yeah, everything. That's, I've never but not... But that's the craziest part, that you can drive around and just be nonchalant and, like, you don't know shit, but and you're you on... you roll up on yeah. the work. Yo, Friday, I've said this about Friday. Where I'm from in Texas, like, Nacogdoches, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. If you go to Houston, though, and you go to Fifth Ward, mm-hmm. before you get in Fifth Ward, you can see the transition of, I am moving into a super bad area. Shit. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah. Here, everything looks like the front porch on Friday. Yeah, I don't know if all you California people have thought about this. <laughs> the front porch on Friday don't look scary. Uh-uh. And everywhere you drive in L.A., it's like that. And there's a palm tree over to the side and whatever, and you don't know any better. Mm-hmm. And it's like, even more to your point, it's like, in Houston, you might know where you're about to run up in the wrong spot. Here, you could be just like, oh, we're just driving. And everything looks decent, but it's yeah you're in the wrong spot wrong town dude it's funny because it's not funny but we're doing a video and i was like this fool or whatever but when i said that like i had to check myself because even that like you'd be like yo fool or whatever but out here like 
you don't you say that shit to someone you don't fuck with like this fucking fool or some shit in the and it's like all in context but you don't know what you're saying that can that is wrong to say in front of the wrong people right. you know what i'm saying the head nod you might think it's funny because i was talking to damage about it who's from philly He's, he'll do the head nod, like the chin up or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, what's up? But to a Mexican out here and he doesn't know you and you do that head nod, it's on some gang shit, like where you from type shit. Right. So it's like, it's going to be taken like that because that's what they're used to. You're stepping into their world now. Yeah, and it's like, real. you don't know what the, I guess the... The red flag is, or like or what? Blue flag. Yeah, or what, yellow flag, yeah, or what, green flag. Whatever Fuck. the sign what of flag, yeah right. is, especially you know, yeah. it goes back to like like crip walking. Like when when Snoop said like quit crip walking if you ain't a gangbanger. I remember Big is like, dude, if you were to go to a party and you were to start crip walking, you're really saying, yo, your hood come fuck with us. Like, this is like battle dance. Like, this is like, I'm gonna crip walk right now so you know I'm a gangster so who who the fuck want it? Who the fuck want what type of shit? Mm-hmm. And we made it fucking mainstream and fucking girls, little kids are doing it. But it's like, that, and even with like, bombed in shit. People, gang members really are on some shit like, yo, we don't say, see, like, and as funny as it may seem to the rest of the world, or, or you could be mimicking it or mocking it, if you really say Bompton in front of someone that's not a fucking blood out here, they're, you're it. Yo. They're not going to take, oh, I was just playing, I just heard a YG, no. Nah, the fuck? I got a homie that is the definition of that. He's a super great dude, so mm-hmm. don't get tripped, but he's the definition of what you just said. He has a hat made. He's from Calabasas, mm-hmm. but he has a hat that says Balabasas, mm-hmm. and it's red. This is really crazy. One night, a real crip saw him with me. I, he just happened to be with me mm-hmm. and another homie, DJ Bass, and he saw this hat, and he we saw it going down. And on top of it all, my my homeboy with the Balabasas hat was drunk as fuck. Oh, shit. And he's white as balls. Yeah. Well, just super white. The homie, though. So he's like, yo, what up? this crip is like, yo, what up, cuz? And he's like, oh, what's good, bro? And oh, he starts gosh. doing all like signs. Yeah. Yeah. And trying to be funny a little bit. And this crip gets right in his face. He's like, yo, real shit. You know how many people died for these colors mm-hmm. and all this shit? And it was getting way into like the next thing he was going to do was mop him up, yeah. honestly. And me and Bass is standing right on the side of him. This story is going to end horrible. But Bass grabs his hat off the Balabasas hat. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like you ever seen somebody just do something random and just kind of just to throw everything off, right? Basically grabs the hat and throws it on the ground. He's like, yeah, fool. And like just in fun. Yeah. And then it kind of just snapped everybody out of what the moment was. Mm -hmm. But homeboy homeboy was still super. Yeah. And he was like, yo, real shit, though. You need to be careful what you do with your shit. And like how you carry yourself, what you wear, all this other shit. Because there's people that died for these colors. And... The person that I'm talking about, he got killed the other day. Remember the whole Chief Keef dispensary yeah. shooting and all they tried to touch Chief Keef to a dispensary yeah. and all that? That wasn't really real, just to be clear about that. But the person who got killed is the person I'm talking about. And he, his name was Wolf the Boss. Shout out Wolf the Boss. Rest in peace. Fuck. But he, in the same scenario, right? Hey. I don't even know if it was gang related, but I'm saying even the dude who was in the position to check someone who isn't in the field right. at all and is like, yo, these people died for these colors. It, it's That's real like crazy to reference back to the night where that dude's in your face and he's like, he's got a gun in his waistband. You and don't know it and I know you, it. Yeah. He's about that shit. And even he got got. Yo, that's so crazy. I just, just be careful. 
everybody. Yeah, being careful what you represent, yeah. what you stand for, making sure it's what it is really at the end of the day. Because, I mean, even with those shootings with the cops and the kids and everything, it's like half those shootings are happening because that uniform says cop, but the person inside should never have had that gun. It's crazy, and that's real shit. But then at the end, at the same time, I do talk from another point of view. My best friend, first friend in life, literally first friend. Like, I was four, and she was four. This was even before Sally, my imaginary friend. My first friend in life is a police officer. She just became LAPD. And to me, that's scary as fuck because— I know what a good person she is. And and it's funny because now that I look back at it, she was always a protector. And not only was she a protector, shit just like you could talk shit to her. People would like try to bully her and it wouldn't like it wouldn't get to her. She's like "Eh, in one ear, not the other. And I think that's a good defense tactic when you're like arresting someone and they're talking all this shit to you and trying to rile you up. And she's just like, you know what? Yeah. And she's the sweetest girl. Short as fuck like me. Like, like I'm telling you, like to me, she's my little treasure. Mm -hmm. And. This is what she's always just felt the inclination to help, though. So in my regards, like when in Biggie's like you can't change the world until you change yourself. The only way we can stop this is to become it and make the change from within. Like myself, respectively, to radio, which is totally like not like not even close to how lethal and deadly what she's doing is. Right. But I'm a hip hop head and I'm an underground hip hop head. And I always love to do radio. I, I like I always wanted to do radio. And then I saw how like people out here weren't like they were like, yo, fuck the radio. Yo, so and so where hip hop died, whatever. And like my head was like, yo, I can be the people that say F it. Or I can be the one that is the reason why they say, look, it didn't die. Or look, right. she's changing it. Right. So I got into it. And from what I and my thing is, I like, do what you can, what you have. My little segment on the show that I was on, I tried my best to put on rappers, to put people on a music, to when we had interviews, mm-hmm. talk about the music. And that way I can at least say that I did my part to not yeah. be that. So that's what my friend is doing. She's like, you know what? Yes, it's fucked up. Yes, it's corrupt. Yes, it's the LAPD. Probably the most hated. I don't know if NYPD is as hated nah. as LAPD. I think LAPD just takes the cake. NYPD is working on it. But, yeah, but yeah. it's like just history. LAPD is on some shit for her to be like, you know what? Fuck it. I will be that change. I will be the one that where you can't say all officers are bad because you'll know me. I know it's so hard, though, man, because you're looking at it and you're like, I have friends like that, too. Mm -hmm. And you're looking, you're like, fuck. So one out of a thousand people. All right. Mike Chahadi. Yeah. Chahadi the King. Letty set go. I don't even know how to like peace out because I just like end it like in different sentences. So I'll probably just like we're going to be talking and then I'll just.